right, hello everyone, and good evening. Welcome to the fourth session of Star Trek Fenrir. For those who don't know what's going on, uh, Fenrir is a tabletop role-playing game using the Star Trek Adventures rule set uh, out of Modifius Entertainment. Uh, we are set in the Star Trek Online era, more specifically the year 2410. The Fenrir herself is a Cerberus class, which, if you don't know what that is, it's just a fancier Prometheus class. Uh, the Fenrir and her crew have taken over the reins of flagship in the Sabine Expanse from the old USS Ophion. You don't need to have watched my old Ophion episodes to enjoy this game, but if you do, you'll probably catch a few references here and there. You can find the VODs for both Ophion and Fenrir on my YouTube and most of the popular podcast solutions. Uh, in any event, I have a couple items of order before we actually get started. Uh, the first is I am recovering from a cold, so if I have to mute myself or if my webcam turns off, it's probably because I'm dying a little bit, but hey, we all die a little bit at a time. Uh, the other thing is we are currently searching for a fifth player. We unfortunately had to drop Mr. Matthew Black, therefore we are searching for a fifth player. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, also link below if you're on Twitch, uh, you should be able to find a tweet which links to the application. Uh, more on that later if need be. Uh, the other thing I have to say is that uh, I appreciate the support no matter what the form it comes in. Whether it's a follow, sub, donation, bits, patron, whatever. It's all greatly appreciated. Just take care of yourselves first. So, with all that out of the way, we're going to go ahead and get started. And something I like doing for all my tabletop games is having an uh, opening monologue uh, or some sort of a recap to sort of see where the players' heads are at. And for today, uh, that is actually gonna come in the form of a supplemental log from Commander Williams. So, Mr. Williams, what do you have for us? Here we go. Chief Security Officer's Log Supplemental. <laughs> While on a routine patrol, the Fenrir monitored a distress call from the USS Pathfinder, a Starfleet science vessel in this part of the Sabine Expanse. We found the ship in a bad way, most of the crew dead, extensive damage, trapped in a debris field. The captain authorized MVAM to break up the rubble and tow the Pathfinder out. The survivors told tales of a rogue planetoid embedded with Takan technology, a deadly thing to non-telepaths as it is, but a potential boon to the Federation. Against my objections, RAS took Beta Section with a complement of telepaths to chase this planet, leaving Gamma, Gamma Section and a sluggish Alpha Section with the Pathfinder. And just as I had begun to prepare for my investigation into the events on board the Pathfinder, the ship unexpectedly powered itself back up in armed weapons. Uh, at least they get to test two-thirds of a ship and put that through its paces. All righty. So, as advertised, we start our scene with the Alpha and Gamma sections of the Fenrir uh, realizing uh, almost at the same time that the USS Pathfinder, the vessel they have rescued, is uh, currently spinning back up as if the damage it took was absolutely ne negligible. And we are actually going to jump right into Starship Combat. Now, what I would say is that Starship Combat is the most complicated thing in this system, and there's a lot of moving parts. And I'm going to do my best to not only go through those moving parts uh, and educate people as we go, but sort of provide a, uh, a first look for those of you searching for a combat reference, because I know that's something on the subreddit that has been mentioned. Um, so first things first. Uh, the way Starship Combat works is that there are a number of roles. In this instance, tactical, internal systems, helm, sensor operation, and command. Each of these roles has been represented by a colored dot uh, here on Roll20 on each of the tokens. Now, 
kind of like how regular combat works. If you tuned into our uh, session two times ago, uh, it's broken up between the players and the enemies. So it goes player, enemy, player, enemy, etc. until everyone has gone. Now, Starship Combat works a little bit differently. Uh, the way Starship Combat works is that you get a number of turns equal to your ship's scale. Now, what that means for my players, it means that the Alpha section can go three times, the Gamma section can go three times, and the Pathfinder, being a scale four, can go four times. So the players still have the benefit of action economy, but it's pretty close. Um, other than that, it's just going to bounce between player and uh, the Pathfinder, the enemy Pathfinder, and it's really up to the players to decide what they want to do. You don't have to take your turns back-to-back, -back, although I am aware that we do have uh, quick-to-action on the field. So you do have that option once. Um, so we're just going to open it up. Uh, which among you, Alpha or Gamma, would like to act first? Got it. Um, unless the captain orders Maddox and cheerleads him, uh, Maddox will go first. Okay, Maddox, you are on the Alpha section of the Fenrir. The section of the ship is still dealing with the power loss that you suffered earlier. You are up to half power at the moment. Um, starting off, I want to restore power. Okay. That is, if I remember correctly, is going to be a daring or control engineering at a difficulty of two. It might help if I have my character sheet open. Yeah, it might help oh, a I little. can't cheerlead now. Um, your cheerlead, your, the way we've been doing cheerleading, out of uh -huh. combat, it's not a big deal. In combat, you can only do it once per scene. Per scene. Mm -hmm. And usually combat itself is a scene. Yeah. Okay, I'll encounter. save it. So, control engineering. Uh, I'm assuming power system applies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, am I assisted by the ship in any way? I can't remember. Uh, no, the ship does not assist you on this one. Okay. Uh, that's, I already know the problem. It doesn't have enough power to assist you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2d20. Yes. All right, so I will give you an option, Matic. You can succeed. However, I will take two threat. Um, Do it. I'm not giving you threat yet. Okay. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> All right, so Matic, uh, your fingers dance across the console as you try to reroute power, you know, try and squeak out just something more uh, so that you're going into combat with a uh, little bit more power under your wings. And unfortunately, the conduits are still reeling from the shock that it suffered. And unfortunately, no power is available to you other than what you've got already. So up next is going Quick to be question. the US... Oh, go ahead. We had momentum at the end of last game. Yes, you should have two momentum, I believe. Okay. Just making sure. So whoever wants to keep track of momentum. Uh, while you guys are figuring that out, we're going to do with the Pathfinder. And the Pathfinder is going to actually open up with a scan for weakness on the Gamma section. So I'm just going to push my little macro here. All right. That's two successes, which is all it needs. So Gamma section, Mr. Williams, uh, you are seeing on your console 
that the Pathfinder is beginning to scan and lock on to sections of the Gamma uh, section of the ship. Good news, though, is that is their entire turn. So, who would like to act next? It can be Alpha or it could be Gamma, if you so wished. I am going to go with um, Gamma, and I'm actually going to order my... Um, my Cardassian science officer, Guel Rawl, mm -hmm. to um, scan for weaknesses on the Pathfinder. And specifically, I want to know the structural weaknesses that made it impractical to lock a tractor beam onto it in the last session. Are those still present, or was it some kind of illusion? Okay. Uh, so if someone would roll for him, it's going to be a control and a science. And the ship will assist you with a sensors and security. This difficulty is a one. I'll roll for I'll roll for the the character. Somebody wants to roll for the ship. And um, sorry, Jamie, you said that was control science. You got it. I'll roll for the ship. You said it was sensors science. Sensor security. Oh, sensor security. And um, uh, the science officer has the sensors focus. So. Mm -hmm. All right, two successes to start off with, and a success from the ship means that you get two momentum. Very nice. Uh, so what I would say is not only are you able to highlight structural vulnerabilities, you realize something perhaps odd or disheartening. Remember how when you first encountered the ship, I said that there were hull breaches and otherwise parts of the ship exposed to the vacuum? Mm -hmm. It's starting to look like those emergency bulkheads are replicating outwards, almost as if it is sealing itself and repairing itself good mm -hmm. okay. real good mm -hmm. and let me make a note as the pathfinder has been scanned and uh, unless you want a quick to action question mark um i do okay um and um i will uh, i'll take this one myself uh, since I've seen that it's beginning to regenerate and it's um, pretty obviously hostile, uh, I am going to uh, lock onto it with phasers and open fire. Okay. So uh, you are at medium range, which is two units away, which means you are in the optimal range for phasers. The difficulty on this is a two because you're firing phasers and you're within the right range. Uh, I need you to roll me a control security. And the ship will assist you with a weapon security. And just so you remember, uh, firing phasers is a power loss. It costs one to yes. fire it normally. Mm -hmm. I'll roll for the ship. They haven't fired at us yet, right? Not yet. Though they have locked sensors onto gamma section. And they powered weapons too. Mm -hmm. Weapons have been oh, powered okay. as well. Um, and uh, I'm going to spend a momentum to get an extra... Should I take more focus? Yay. Oh. All right. Well, unless the ship assists you, it does. Very nice. You get yeah. the two successes you need. So gamma section, I believe your phasers are what? Six, seven challenge dice? Phasers are uh, nine. Nine? Ooh, that seems so a little high. Let me check that. Kind of does. Let me check that, because that sounds high. Uh, no, you should be seven. Okay. 
Let me, there we go. All right. Oh, let's go ahead and roll that. Uh, does the ship roll with a focus? Oh, this is these are challenge dice. Yeah, these are challenge dice. Yep. Yeah. That's. Uh, let's do it with seven. Okay. Now the good news is because you scanned for weakness, every single one of those effects actually counts as piercing two. And something I forgot is because you did scan for weakness, you get an additional challenge die. So roll me one more. For a total of six damage. So, um, oh, go ahead. Do we want to use a momentum to reroll those three zeros to get some extra damage done? Up to you all. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Sure. So let's roll three challenge dice. I'm out. All right, for a total of IC8. So, mm -hmm. uh, Williams, you, thanks to the lock on, and you know exactly where to fire, you send out a volley of phaser shots from the dorsal section of the saucer, and they impact the pathfinder and open up new holes uh, in the saucer section. And uh, you almost completely bypass their shields with that attack. And they are going to suffer a breach. So uh, I would like you to now hit the system hit macro structure. Very nice. So what that means uh, is it takes a breach to structure. So obviously you open up a new hole. Uh, unfortunately, no one is on the Pathfinder at the moment. So it's... It's all those rocks are exploding and nobody's there to get hit by them. Yeah, that's kind of the downside. All those mm. ceiling tiles coming down. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that is uh, that is your turn. Very good turn. And uh, oh, something I forgot to mention. So the blue bar on your tokens is your shields. The orange bar is your power. It should sync with the roll 20 sheet. But if not, uh, always go by what the token says. All right, so that is your turn. So the Pathfinder is up, and the Pathfinder is actually going to respond in kind uh, with its own phasers. And uh, they do succeed on this one. And I'm going to buy off that complication with some threat. And I am going to, let's see, that is one, two, three, four, five. Uh, so you, in fact, take a grand total. Gamma section is going to take a grand total of five damage to its shields. As the Pathfinder answers in kind, fires back with its surviving phaser arrays and opens up uh, quite a number of hull breaches on the gamma section. Uh, oh, and that's important because the hull breaches are specifically located along your weapons array. Oh, great. Now, what that means is that uh, until you, where is it? Uh, until someone performs the restore minor action, and it has to be the tactical officer, you cannot make any attacks or do any tasks that would be assisted by the ship's weapon system. So effectively, the Pathfinder has knocked the gamma, um, the, uh, sorry, the gamma weapons offline with just a single shot. Shields are at 64%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and if that wasn't bad enough, I'm actually going to spend two threat to retain the initiative for the Pathfinder. And it is going to, at an increased difficulty, it is going to fire another salvo at you. So let's see what happens. Now, normally I don't do this, but 
I feel like this is a good opportunity to show how mean I could be. That way, when we go to harder enemies, you appreciate that I'm not trying to steamroll you. All right. So it did pass. Yep. And I'm going to reroll three of those zeros. Okay. So you're going to take another five. And something I should say for people at home. So what what's going on here is we're rolling challenge dice for damage. And the damage is then reduced normally by the... Uh, ship scale. So, for instance, the gamma section is a scale 3 at the moment, so it would reduce that damage by 3. However, because there was a scan for weakness involved, that means that the first attack, the first phaser one we did, is actually going to be... Uh, the, the resistance is completely negated. Now, it is back for this attack. So what that means is, initially, it's only doing 2 damage. However... I am going to spend the three threat to raise that up to a five and cause another breach for you. And this is a good one because this highlights structure. So uh, something I will point out if you haven't found it already, on the roll 20 sheet, uh, underneath every single department, there should be a little breach button for you to push. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's important because I have rolled structure. And I have rolled a effect, which is a big problem uh, for you all. Because when I roll an effect after a structure has been hit, and this applies to NPC ships as well. So this is, this is a learning experience. Uh, someone on the ship has been injured. And what that means is I'm now going to roll a D4. And whoever I roll uh, on that D4 is going to be considered injured. So let's see what I get. Okay, so this is going to be interesting, and it's going to lead to some interesting roleplay. As Williams, you're making jokes about ceiling tiles earlier. Well, this time, as the Pathfinder opens up fire again and tears a hole almost like right next to the bridge, uh, ceiling regulation rocks fall onto your head along with a cacophony, or not a cacophony, a shower of sparks. And you are considered injured, which means you are out of this combat until someone does first aid on you. Sweet. But the good news... Did you guys send over LL to our... Yeah, LL is on the alpha section. Yep. Mm -hmm. And the main doctor is with me. Yep. (laughs) This is is going smoothly. As is Savia, one of the nurses. So... (laughs) That's right. The good news is that is all the Pathfinder can do in this turn. So it is now back to the players. All. I have, yeah. Uh, I've got two actions remaining for Alpha section and one remaining for Gamma section. So whichever one of you would like uh, to go. Okay. Your Cardassian has a three medicine, though. Yeah. Sure does. That's good. Um, <clears throat> so we have still have half power. Mm-hmm. Is that... I don't know what I can do with that. Is that like I can divert it to shields? Because I see... So there's a lot of things you can do. Um, The most common two uses are helm actions, basically moving the ship around. Um, Mm -hmm. If you go a certain distance, you don't spend power. But if you go beyond that distance, it does require power. Okay. So mechanically, uh, if you stay within six units on this map, you do not spend power. But if you go beyond six units, then you spend a power. 
Um, power is also used to fire weapons. One power for phasers, zero power for torpedoes. And it's also used for things like transporting, for modulating the shields, for tractor beams, and uh, regenerating shields. Now, the good news, your shields are at full at the moment, so you don't have to worry about oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I see them firing, and so I want to fire. Okay. So right, uh, right now, you are currently eight units away from the Pathfinder, which means you are at long range... And thus, you are out of the optimal range for your phasers. However, you are in optimal range for your torpedoes. Were you going to say something, Mr. Maddox? That's what I was about to say is fire some <laughs> fire a salvo of torpedoes. But it does give him threat. Yes. So, I want to do it. Okay. So we now go to a question. So torpedoes, I automatically get one threat because you are firing torpedoes. They are a escalation, like firing torpedoes is supposed to be a big deal and um what i need to know now is are you firing just one torpedo or are you firing a salvo now the benefit of salvo is that you do additional damage and you gain additional effects on that damage i want to do a salvo a salvo okay now my next question there's nobody alive on that ship so astute observation now, something I would ask is in terms mm -hmm. of uh, firing this weapon, who is actually firing the weapon on Alpha Section? Um, I have my Vulcan Doc. D-O-K. He's a tactical officer. Okay. Let's, uh, let's give it. this to John. That way John, look at John's got something to roll here. <laughs> okay. So, John, you are going to be rolling a control security at a difficulty of three, because torpedoes are always difficulty three if they're within optimal range. Uh, you want to spend a momentum, folks? Yes, I think, no, maybe. I, uh, if I could make a suggestion. Yes, for God's sake, <laughs> help me. Okay. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, I'm mistake. assuming his uh, focus of Starship weapon systems comes into play. It most definitely <laughs> does. And the ship is also assisting you with a weapon security. If someone could grab that real quick. But you've you already go, got Doc. the three. Nice. Uh, alpha section. Weapon security, yes. All right, so no additional momentum. However, you do manage <clears throat> to hit it. So, uh, John, I'd like you to roll me... Oh, something I forgot to ask. Are you firing photon torpedoes or quantum torpedoes? There is a difference. What's the difference? Uh, quantum torpedoes are one more damage, and they also have the vicious one effect, which means for every effect that you roll on challenge dice, it's one additional damage. And then... Photon torpedoes. Photon torpedoes, they don't have Vicious One. They're one less damage. Uh, they're sort of like run-of-the-mill, just regular old torpedoes. I, I'm hearing quantum. <laughs> why um, do they do, Why so, do they exist? <laughs> I don't know. We'll do quantum. Do um, quantum. And, All right. Sorry. Do we... Are we having them for the, the quantum because they have the calibrating or calibration... Uh, it takes a minor, I, and I would say since yeah. this is our first time, is it takes a minor to do it, but since the alpha section is not just damaged, yeah, yeah you just spend the minor to, to calibrate the torpedoes. Nice. 
All right. So, John, what this all boils down to is, by baseline, the quantums are eight challenge dice. However, okay. you're firing a salvo, which mm -hmm. means you get to roll nine challenge dice. All right. Cool. Are we, re re are we ready to spend a momentum to re-roll all these zeros? Don't see it. Two. Ooh. I would say re-roll the four zeros. Yeah. All right. Do it. So we got some... Nice. Uh, so that's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I 11, count 12, twelve damage. All right. <laughs> um, also, I want to give you two threat to do a devastating attack. So then we hit two different systems with two different breaches because the half damage would be six damage to another system. Yep. So, uh, John, I'm gonna give you the uh, first. How do you want to do this in Starship Combat? As I said, Starship Combat, a lot of moving parts, but it could go very quickly. So by by me ordering that, is that like cheerleading or not? Um, that's up to you. Um, you just giving a regular order to say open fire is not something. For a command character, you specifically have to say you are doing the direct action. Because if you do okay. the direct action, um, you do get to assist with presence command. And okay. um, you get to basically have someone go again. So let's say, for example, Doc had already fired. You could order mm -hmm. him to fire again, kind of a thing. Okay, okay. good to know. Thank um, you. But in this instance, uh, go ahead, John. We've got at least three quantums soaring towards the Pathfinder. How badly so does it blow the, up? So as the alpha section is uh, spinning uh, to get turned around, uh, three of the torpedoes ring out toward the Pathfinder. Uh, the gamma is smoking a little bit along its side but the three torpedoes slam into the pathfinder uh sending the uh, ripping three large holes into the saucer section uh leaving the aft section kind of just floating there with only about an eighth of the saucer there's section a, left. there's a red x on it mm -hmm. it is done so and yeah uh as the two sections of the pathfinder float out you guys are effectively out of combat but <gasps> Before we can deal with any injuries, we're going to cut to the away team. Hey. Meanwhile, uh, within the Dark Matter Nebula, uh, Commander Rast, you have just lost Lieutenant Hale. You have recovered 28% of him, but you are down a member of your away team. <clears throat> All right. Um, how close are we to the building that we want to be at? Well, uh, sort of as a reminder, so the ruins that you have arrived in, um, they are what appear to be obviously ruins. Uh, so half buildings, half walls, uh, debris of unknown origin. Um, sort of imagine it built out of not just stone, but as metal as well. So there's kind of a mix of architecture here. Um, but what's really catching your attention is there is a large uh, archway type structure. Uh, that is made out of metal with the Takan language inscribed on the archway. And the archway is also probably about, mm, I'd say, four or five inches thick. So it sort of runs up and comes down. And it is in the middle of a circular platform that you take maybe one or two steps upstairs to get to. Okay. Um Valak, can you take a look at the archway? Uh, see if it has any sort of significance. Yes, sir. I'll run the patterns to the Universal Translator. 
And uh, everyone else, just make sure you're not near a hole. <laughs> he, as he looks around. Mm. Uh, so, GM, what would you like me to roll for that? I would like you to roll me a reason and a science, please. And Perfect. are you looking for anything in particular? Uh, I would be... I guess really what I want to look for is uh, any... Because I know the Takana Empire was an ancient uh, stellar empire. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see if any of these hieroglyphics or characters bear similarities to contemporary languages uh, that may have derived from uh, from the Takan dialect. Very good. I would say this is going to be then a difficulty of three. Um, I will not spend threat. I will be nice. Um, and my does my linguistics talent apply? Most definitely it does. Come on. You could, uh, or no, he is a supporting character, so unfortunately he doesn't have uh, determination quite no yet. No determination to spend. So, um, um, you know, you're looking at the archway, Valak, and uh, your tricorder's having a very hard time recognizing the symbols. Either the tricorder just isn't cut out to sort of read through the uh, wear and tear of time, or mm. there's something more at play here. You're really not sure. Do your best to uh, just take images um, so that we can at least take the images along with us, uh, get a, um, a 3D holographic uh, mapping of the archway, and then let's continue inward. Okay. Understood, Commander. So the more you spiral into these ruins, the more that out of these sort of dusty orange colored rocks and the partially built towers and walls and hints of other structures, you're seeing more and more hieroglyphics. And interestingly, at least Valak would maybe know this, is they appear to be more quote unquote organic looking, meaning that they were made out of either organic material or that they have changed in some way to represent a new language or a new subset of the language. But again, you don't know what they're saying. So anything. Of the people that we have with us, uh, who is, uh, let's see, Ensign Valak is science, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Savia is a nurse and Jensen is an engineer. Okay. So uh, Rast is going to have his uh, phaser out, okay. just in case, uh, as we are continuing to search through, um, taking images of any uh, writings that we come across the best that we can. Uh, we're not going to dally for long, so it's an assignment for both Valak and Jensen to just uh, get imaging as quickly as we can and move on. All right. In that case, we are going to do an extended task. And this is a time task, which means the um, the sooner you complete it, the better. And the more time it takes you to complete this task, obviously, the worse things will happen. So uh, this is going to be a work track of 10. And I'm typing this out so everyone can see it. The difficulty is going to start at a 3. The magnitude will also start at a 3. And I am going to give you one resistance on this because you are acting very quickly. And the default task is going to be a reason and either science or engineering. 
Actually, let's do a control and reason or, or control reason or eh, where it's hard. Control science or control engineering is what I would say. And Ensign Jensen and Ensign Vela can assist one another. Um, All right, cool. My control science is 14. Ensign's control engineering is 12. All about Valak. All right, cool. And we'll do that. And uh, DM, I'm going to give you a point of threat to get an extra. An extra die? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Um, let's see, do my any of my focuses apply? I've got xenoanthropology, archaeology, and linguistics. I think they would all apply. Okay, cool. So just hit that focus three times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, good news. With Valak rolling two successes and Jensen rolling one, you achieve the three you need. So Valak, I need you to roll me six challenge die, please, to represent how well you're doing on your task. Come on. All right, you've only achieved three successes here. So would you like to give me a point of threat to reroll yeah. those three zeros? Yeah, sure would. That's what you need. It's more threat. All right. So unfortunately, you only score four work, which means that, yes, the work track has gone down, but you do not achieve enough for a breakthrough. So the difficulty stays at a three. And something you're not going to like is I'm going to spend four threat to nullify that work you just did. So narratively, Valik and Jensen, you're working together. <laughs> you're doing your damnedest to get scans of this place. But the more you walk around, the more unstable the ground beneath you gets to the point where one time you literally have to fall to your knees and catch yourself as the entire planetoid shakes violently. <clears throat> Theological right. instability is most inconvenient. We are going to just go ahead and continue inward. Okay. So you are abandoning the scans. For now. For now. Okay. So you continue to circle inwards, and the more, the closer you get into the middle the more pronounced the structures are. There's more of them intact. And finally, you see in the middle of what would be, or what might have been a town square or a city square, whatever whatever sort of open area is in the middle of this, whatever it is, uh, what you see is an orb. And this orb is covered in glowing hieroglyphics that, again, you still can't translate, but they are active, meaning that you're seeing some illuminate, seeing them turn off and on, and you're noticing that they are spinning around this orb. Now, the orb itself is uh, about the size of a... What's a good example here? Uh, they are about the size of a, let's say, a grapefruit tree. So a moderately sized kind of orb. So I'm trying to think dimensions here real quickly. Um, probably A grapefruit or a grapefruit tree? Grapefruit tree. Okay. So somewhere between two and four meters in diameter. So it's a very it's a very big orb. All right, here's where we're going to spend our time, folks. Um, let's uh, let's examine this the best we can. Um, I feel that if we're able to uh, make a breakthrough here, our mission to the planetoid will be a, be a success, and then we can move on and get out of here before it's too late. All right. 
So, uh, at this point, I would like everyone on the away team to roll me a fitness and command, please. The difficulty is a one. And basically, I'm just looking to see if anyone fails here. <coughs> All right, Valak has gotten you guys a point of momentum. Hey, Valak. Jensen has failed. <laughs> Back to his old self. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect, Jensen. And is this, uh, is this uh, shaky type stuff so I can use my hand-to-hand -hand combat focus? Uh, if you have composure, I would give you that. Uh, no. Okay. There we go. And then, uh, Captain, why don't we have you roll for Savia? Was it again? Fitness. Fitness command. Command. Yep. Rast has achieved a success. And Savia <laughs> gets you another point of momentum. So everybody but Jensen is fine. Jensen. There's a <laughs> itchy feeling in the back of your mind, like something is brushing up against your consciousness. It's not trying to get into your skull or anything, but you do sense a presence. Um, Jensen will reach back and start scratching his head. He'll immediately turn and uh, and just be like, "Miss Miss Mematic, did lie something in head, something on my head?" And he's just scratching the back of his head, asking, just going off an entire list of lice and any other alien forms of lice there could be <laughs> trying to figure out if what it is that's making the back that's of his head the perfect, perfect person to get that mm -hmm. <laughs> lice um and for extra so, fun flavor i'd remind you you're all in ev suits at the moment so oh he's he's completely forgot like he feels like he he just thinks that he's scratching the back of his head mm -hmm. full on like ev on ev Uh, so, Savio's gonna go over and just start scanning him. Alright, roll me a reason medicine, please. Difficulty of two. Um... I don't think I have a focus. No lies. Natural medicines? Nah, nah, Cybernetics? Prosthetics? Trauma surgery? Nah, no. unfortunately, none of those. Hey, but you still get the two successes. So mm -hmm. it's good that you succeeded this, Savia, because as you scan Jensen, mm -hmm. you are picking up a low-level psychic field coming from the orb. Uh, she turns to Rast and says, Commander, I'm picking up a low-level psychic field from this orb. Are you feeling anything? Uh, he'll turn his attention to the orb and um, open his mind to it. Sure enough, you too begin to feel that sort of tickling sensation in the back of your mind. Um, in his mind, anyway, uh, when, when he's reaching out to it, he's going to... Uh, Hello, I am uh, Commander Rast from the, uh, fe uh, from the Federation. There is Thank no reply... However, I am going to roll something here. I just need to find where in my notes what this is. 
This um, is going to be oh. Okay. I love that. The GM goes, ooh. ooh. Yeah, you know. Ooh. All right, I'm so I'm going to spend gonna... 30 threat. Yeah, well, no, I'm going to spend uh, three Explode. threat. I'm going to spend three threat to roll 4d20 here. And that is bad for you. I need you, Commander Rast, I need you to roll me a fitness command. And you need to score four successes on oh, this. We've lost them. Okay. Um, there is no such thing as the unknown. Mm-hmm. Only the temporarily hidden, suspended mm-hmm. determination. Okay, that'll start you with two free successes. And uh, this you want is. Want to spend a point of momentum for And I'm going to spend a moment, point of momentum for sure. Well, it would be two uh, because the, the determination counts as your first die, so it would be two yeah. momentum for the, the third die. Do it. Okay. Can't, we can't lose you on this one. And what's the, what's the roll again? A fitness and command. Fitness and command. A total of three dice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, any of my, uh, any focus here? Let's take a gander. I would say... Xenopsychology? I'll give you Xenopsychology. <laughs> Xenopsychology. Nice. All right, and I so I need two from this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah! Nice. That is a grand total of six successes with your determination, which means you Damn. get the two momentum right back. And it's yeah. a very good thing you succeeded, Commander Rast, because uh, something that you would probably be aware of, um, based on your backstory, um, you know how with a Vulcan mind meld, the personalities sort of intermingle and become almost one for a moment. Mm-hmm. This is that, but in a much more forceful manner. It's as if this entity or entities, whatever it is, it's trying to take you over, almost possess you, but you're able to fight it off. All right. Uh, does it want to say anything? No, or... it does not say anything. It is merely a psychic presence that is now pushing you down almost. Uh, you're still able to stand, but mentally, if you will imagine just a great weight upon your shoulders. Uh, he he looks uh, to the others with a little bit of stress uh, and sweat on his brow and, um, inside the EV suit. Uh, and he's uh, quickly scan the area, see what you can find out. It is attempting to take control of me, but I am able to hold it off at this point. All right, I can do that. All right. So, um, Go ahead. Jensen wants to scan to see if it's uh, mechanical or organic. Like, he wants to see if there's an engineering reason behind this or if it's, you know, the Vulcan put the soul in the thing. Okay. Whatever that was called. Oh, the Katra. Yeah. Let's see. This is going to be a reason and engineering for Mr. Jensen. His focus of power supplies would apply here. And I'm going to spend one threat to make it a difficulty of three. Uh, You said reason engineering. Mm -hmm. It says difficulty three and that his focus supplies. Why does shit keep popping up? Uh, y'all mind if I spend a momentum to get that third dice? Go ahead, right ahead. in there. Nope. Yay. Focus, yes. 
Nice. Oh, nice, Mr. Jensen. Oh, yeah. You have awesome. scored four successes, which means you get that momentum right back. Jensen, you notice two things <laughs> about this orb. The first is that it's self-powered, meaning that you could probably leave it alone and it'll power itself for maybe the next several millennia. The second thing you notice is that this is a data storage uh, implement. Like, it is a database, a living computer. Okay. Um, he'll just basically translate that over to the other to everyone else. He'll just kind of say out loud, "It's <coughs> it's one of those uh, living computers that you know other ships have come across. It's it's a big database. It could power itself for the next couple millennia. You know, if it doesn't go and get destroyed here, but I mean." If it's good, we could try to take it and study it. If this device is responsible for the fate of the Pathfinder, it may not be wise to introduce it into our starships. I'm going to spend two threat here. Commander Rast, it attempts mm -hmm. to invade your mind once more. Fucker. So this time, I need you to roll me a difficulty... Let's make it a four. Another difficulty four, fitness and command. Oh, God. Yeah, challenge of value. Challenge of value. It's like, what, 45 minutes? Yeah, you know, 45 <laughs> minutes into the <laughs> session. Like, you know. let's, just, let's just do it. Who's going to be a different person? Exactly. <laughs> Either way. Um, you can come back as Hurt Locker Rast. Alternatively, I will offer you a suggestion if you will hear it. I, I will hear it, but I already know what I'm going to do. All right. So here is my suggestion. You've already experienced the overwhelming weight of whatever this is. Jensen has just confirmed that it is a living database. Why not just cut the power? <clears throat> uh, do we see the power? No, I mean, you would have to go looking for said power, but I wanted to throw right. that as an option. All right, so he will he will attempt to fight it, even though his ori original uh, thought was to just give into it. Uh, and he is going to tell uh, all the others, uh, cut the power, and he's going to spend a momentum. Okay. Just the one, or would you like to roll four dice for giving me one threat? Sure, let's give you a threat. Why not? All right. It hasn't turned out poorly so just far. A, just one. Just a little threat. Just, just, just one. Oh! oh seven God. successes. So you Lush. get three momentum. Lush. And yeah, Rast, I'm going to say you not only resist this possessing influence, but you push it back significantly, almost like you push the wounded beast back into a cage. <laughs> and you have bought a significant amount of time for everyone else. So everyone else, Commander Rast has just told you to turn off the power. How are you uh, going about that? Uh, I'm going to do the obvious thing and scan for a power source. Okay. That's going to be a if reason. Only if only Maddox was here. Yeah, if only he was here. Power systems. Well, Jensen could. Jensen probably can do in a pinch. Is there one visible? Uh, no. <laughs> so you are going to have to scan for one. Okay. Um, well, actually, now that I think about it, there's several ways we can go about this. 
The first is Mr. Valik and Savia can work together to try and decipher the uh, glowing glyphs on the surface of the orb and mm-hmm. see if there's a control mechanism there. <clears throat> that yeah. would be a reason or insight plus science. Difficulty there would be a four. Jensen uh, would be doing an insight engineering at a difficulty of three. Now, obviously, the benefit of the first is that Savia could assist Valik or vice versa. Unfortunately, the latter option, it's just pure Jensen. I would like to try teamwork or space lice. Teamwork. All right. Let's give that a try first. Okay. Um, am I assisting you or? Uh, sure. So hold on. Get to my, my reason science is 15. Um, 13. Reason right, 10. So it's reason, science. Reason or insight plus science. Oh. Well, well, I want reason. If you want to live dangerously, I can still assist you. You can assist me. Okay. Cool. And Valik, your focus would apply here in linguistics. Excellent. So cybernetics isn't Um, going to help me? I'll (laughs) give it to you. Why not? Ooh, look at that. Valik has rolled a crit. All right. So unfortunately, uh, unless, uh, no, I don't think there's anything we can do here. So as Valik and Matt and Savia are scanning for a, uh, a means to translate these glyphs. Um, unfortunately something you do triggers a response and all of the glyphs, they change from glowing blues and greens to oranges and reds and in a much more those are, rapid those are less fashion. friendly colors um jensen having felt the presence on him is he compelled to maybe touch the orb i leave that to your discretion and, uh, jensen's compelled to touch the orb okay so jensen i thought you were supposed to be scanning jensen i'd like you to roll me roll me a 1d100 please Shit, let's, go, much, let's go let's go how much of your body is left we're trying to kill jensen <laughs> no way no that is <laughs> uh he uh uses his dode interest ancestry and becomes a being of light um <laughs> just roll the d100 i'm sure that's it'll be fine a 51 the dc on this Whoa. was a 50 so you pass holy oh. so Boy. jensen you touch the uh, rapid orange and red glyphs and um he's also gonna just have this overwhelming feeling of uh like friend like we're we're friends we're not here to hurt you we're friends we're friends like it's trying to be like yay positive mm-hmm. so i have good news and i have bad news the good news, Commander Rast. I want the bad news first. Well, we're going to do the good news first. Commander Rast, that presence lifts off of your shoulders. Yeah. The bad news, <laughs> Jensen now feels that very same weight. So I need Jensen to roll me a fitness command at a difficulty of four. Let's go, Jensen. You have three momentum at the moment. It is possible. <sighs> Let's let's I'm go. Gonna need all You're gonna need all that momentum to get two extra dice. God, it's, Jensen. <laughs> it's it's a combined score of like ten, I think. Oh God. 
<laughs> I mean, I believe in Jensen. Son of a bitch. <laughs> let's go. Let's let's like see if Jensen's actually a Terminator and cannot be killed. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, who's ready for some bullshit? <laughs> Use Jensen's hypochondria focus and make this just an episode. <laughs> Okay, so Jensen does have a focus in quantum slipstream technology. The basis oh. of quantum slip- <laughs> slipstream would be quantum mechanics and such as that. I'm assuming that this orb being able to organically or even mechanically telepathically can, uh, connect between minds uses a type of quantum uh, quantum signal or a... Uh, Somebody screen cap the GM's face please emoji. <laughs> Come on, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to make sure I don't kill two characters in as many <laughs> sessions, okay? No, continue the Matic bullshit. I'm, I'm intrigued. Where is this going? No, this is Jitsit bullshit. Let's get this straight. Okay. But, um... It's Matic bullshit, but itchier. <laughs> but, uh... Using the same theory that would apply to, uh... Quantum's... To quantum slipstream or quantum uh, mechanics in general mm-hmm. um, using the uh, basis because I'm assuming that part of learning how to use quantum slipstream technology is also having to follow the uh, past of quantum slip quantum technology mm-hmm. um, I'm assuming at some point they would have studied the Arcadian shuttle that used uh, a quantum that Matic did create a uh, quantum uh, that used the quantum uh, the link quantum that went singularity back to, the to allow the... quantum like sixty seven times. <laughs> I got I'm trying to bullshit. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Arcadian shuttle was able to use the holodeck to remotely control the uh, shuttle. <laughs> I don't know where this is going, but I'm intrigued. <laughs> I forgot what you I said totally at the beginning now. Like, so, so, I, so uh, I don't know where this is going place. either. So I, know, me, I know where we are. I just don't know how we got here. Let me just say this. Because of the bullshit, I'll give it to you. But I'm just going to point out, Jensen has a command score of one. So the focus means nothing. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I just wanted one last chance. Oh, Fuck. All right, so here's what's going to happen is Jensen is going to, uh, his entire body is going to shudder. And with a burst of energy from where his hand is connected to the orb, he's going to be launched back about 10 feet onto his back. And he's sort of rigid, just sort of staring up at the uh, void of space. Or not the void, I guess, because you're in a nebula. But you stare at the greater uh, dark matter nebula around you. And Jensen is lethally injured. Meaning that Miss Savia probably should get on fixing him. Let's go, Savia. Doing it. Yeah. All right, and uh, Rast is going to help Vatic, or Valak, just find a way to turn this damn thing off. Alrighty. So uh, uh, let's shit. deal with Miss Savia. This is going to okay. be a first aid task, which is a control and a medicine at a difficulty with some threat, a difficulty of two. 
Most distressing. Trouble medicine. Right? Yep. Okay. We don't have any momentum. Left. Yeah, no momentum. Unfortunately. You could give me threat. Give him a bunch of threat because he needs it. Do we want to save Jensen or is this where his story ends? Give him, uh, give him one threat. Okay, you can have oh one threat. Mind. All right. So I'm rolling three. <clears throat> yep. Okay. Uh, trauma surgery. I'll give it to you. Thank God. <laughs> Look at that. Ooh. It's four successes. So you get wow. uh, two momentum. And yeah, uh, good news. You are able to stabilize Mr. Jensen. Uh, he is not going to die at the end of this scene. Uh, however, before we cut to Commander Rass and, Ms. Val and Mr. Valick, we're going to switch scenes to uh, Bridge of Alpha section. And Captain, it's maybe been about four, maybe five minutes since combat has ended, and you have yet to get in contact with Gamma section. Uh, Mr. Maddox, do we have propulsion online? Um, everything should be operational, Captain. I just would be hesitant and going at full speeds. Um, I would say until we can get these, uh, until my damage control teams can get these power up, the power relays back working at a full efficiency. Um, just be a little easy on the controls. Okay, I'm gonna take us impulse power closer to gamma. And uh, it is probably about the time you get right up off the edge of the ship uh, that you do get a hail from Gamma Section. Uh, it is Mr. Zines. Is it Mr. or Miss Zines? Uh, let's do Miss. All right. Well, Miss Zines, your current XO, sir, you know, acting XO is kind of on the floor of the bridge right now. All right. Um, yeah, I should say. Gamma section to alpha section. Is everything all right over there? We're fine. You guys took a hit. What's going on over there? Commander Williams has been injured. Uh, we've got hull breaches across multiple decks, but emergency force fields seem to be holding. All right. Um, do you have medical officers over there? Uh, yes, Captain. Okay. So out of character, mm -hmm. we can't, we can't like <laughs> get back together without Beta. No, you would need to find Beta section to regroup. Okay. Do like a Voltron with a missing tiger. <laughs> <laughs> um, we could just fly like <laughs> on top together. <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay, so your shields are holding. Do you have any casualties? Uh, that's a good question, GM. Well, besides Mr. Williams, uh, the sick bay, or what fashions as it uh, in Gamma section, is currently fit to capacity. Uh, yes, Captain, we are at capacity for our medical capabilities. Okay, where was the triage center? Beta. Is that beta? Okay. <laughs> um, and I'm guessing, well, we have a lull over here. So if we lower shields, we can transport him over here and then treat him. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to order that. All righty. So uh, as Alel beams over, uh, I need Alel to roll me 
A control and a medicine, please, at a difficulty of one. And this will represent you performing first aid on Mr. Williams. Two complications, two complications. Yeah, I was going to say, complications here will be <laughs> I don't have a focus. All right, one success. I will offer you to succeed, but I will take two threat. Okay. All right. So, Alal, you do get uh, Mr. Williams back up and running. Uh, Mr. Williams, you are groggy, but you are now going through the same thing the captain was not 30 minutes ago. Uh, I'm going to immediately spend the the two threat for a complication. And the complication is, it is at this point that uh, Alpha Section's power dies completely once again. No comms. No comms. Um, Matic will do what he can to power everything back up. Okay. So you do your best to coax any power out of the reactor. And I'd like you to roll me an insight engineering, please, Mr. Matic. Um, Power assistance probably applies. Probably. Yeah. Uh, What's the difficulty? One would hope. Uh, the difficulty here is only a one. A one? Okay. Actually, I'll give it to you a difficulty zero. Why not? All right, so you get two momentum. Um, I know my ship allows me to re-roll a d20. Okay. So let me try some... Uh, let me push my luck again. In before complication. Engineering, one d20, Yes. Hey, wow. look at that. So that is a total of four successes. We capped it on momentum. Capped on momentum. Nice. So, Matic, the problem isn't so much with uh, the EPS conduits at this point. It is uh, there was a feedback loop between the impulse engines and the reactor, the warp core you have on Alpha Section. It's something you can fix, but the only way you're going to be able to fix it is by rejoining the ship manually and then using the power from Beta and Gamma to jumpstart Alpha's reactor again. Um, this is just Matic being suspicious. Mm-hmm. Uh, does it look like this was something that occurred due to the events? Or does this look like it may be sabotage? I would say if you give me a point of momentum, I will answer that truthfully. Yeah. The truth of the matter is, is that this is not sabotage. The reactor was simply running on uh, faith alone. And the fact that it has lasted this long is a minor miracle. So this is a speak to the guys at Utopia Planitia issue, or Mm -hmm. this is a, okay. That or yell at your maintenance crews, whichever you feel like. Why not both? Um, okay. Uh, Using uh, Captain, um, our reactor's down. The best way to get it back up and running again would be to completely rejoin the ship. Um, What I could do is if Gamma is able, um, I could probably take 
some of the phasers from the uh, arms room and repurpose their power units to be able to give us some uh, communication with Gamma by allowing uh, by trying to give little spurts of power, maybe speak in a type of Morse code or even uh, use our uh, communicators to um, be able to contact Gamma should Alpha lose the rest of its power. Manic, not my phasers. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Matic, just go get the jumper cables, man. <laughs> All right, and or we Matic... get to take a shuttle over there. Well, that's the other thing. The main shuttle bay. Guess where it is? God. Jesus. Oh no, Alpha's fucked. Like in any situation, Alpha's fucked. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I picked it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, let's we just, could uh, let's we could grab that. EV suits and just kind of spacewalk over. Oh yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, and into darkness style yeah <laughs> through an asteroid belt <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fine um sure. yeah just try and boost the power with whatever power souls you can find on the ship um so after gathering well while you're gathering we're actually going to cut wow. back to the planetoid surface yeah. all right so uh mr rast and mr valik you are looking for, if I understood correctly earlier, you are looking for a power source to turn off. Is that correct? Correct. Okay. Um, and I'm so going to be Valak's cheerleader. Okay. So, uh, Valak, you are going to be rolling me a Insight Engineering. The difficulty on this will be a, th let's make it a four with some threat. Okay. And uh, uh, I'm also going to increase the complication range. An 18 to 20 will be a complication. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, sir. I have another. You're the best. All right. And, and, you're, and you're spending uh, four I'm, of our I'm moments? spending three of them to get two extra dice. Okay. Three of them. Okay. And, and I'll even let one of your focuses apply here. And sorry, so that was reason engineering, insight or reason engineering? Insight. Yes, okay. whichever is better. I gave you two successes. Good. Yes. Come on. Survey says that nice. is a total of five successes, which means I believe Whoa. your momentum total is three now. Yeah. Um, but the good news, Valik, is you learn that. There is a way to interface physically with the power source. You just kind of have to go around to the back of the, the orb and push a certain section and it'll pop out. Um, but there, the, the downside is you would have to make contact with the orb, which I will simply point at the Jensen on the floor as to what happened last time. I'll, uh, you know, Bailey will look at Commander Rast and say, Commander, I believe I could disable it but I have to make contact. You can disable it if it's open? Correct. Or I believe so. All right. Uh, uh, he uh, hits his comm and has uh, Jensen beamed out. Okay. All right. Um, be prepared to uh, 
be prepared to turn it off then, uh, Mr. Valak. And uh, Rast will go to push it open. I'd like you to roll me a 1d100. Again, you want to see anything above a 50? Oh! That is oh. a 16. That is decidedly oh, no. below. Not a 50. <laughs> so Commander. this is going to be... Oh, dear. So you are going to take seven stress damage. You are oh. in an EV suit, so that's oh. only six. But... But that's... He's, he's, he's injured. He's in-capped. So, uh, Savia, one patient oh. beams out, and then moments later, <laughs> another one lands next to you. She's going to have so a look just, at the uh, camera moment. <laughs> okay. And, um, I just picture Rash. Like, <laughs> she's going to wonder what Mr. Matic is up to before she starts running. Rass, just thinking, Hope he's I'm having a better day. But here, yeah. All right. Um, okay. What is it? Another Again. control medicine. I'm going to spend thread here. Difficulty of two. And I'll um, give you can I assist her? Well, Valik, you you are dealing oh, with. Oh, the that's board. right. I'm gonna. I'm jiggling. I'm pulling. It, I'm unplugging it and plugging it back in. You're jiggling the handle. Come on. <coughs> We've got momentum. You do have momentum. Trauma right. surgery. I'll give it to you. And spend all our momentum. Mine as well. Okay. Just get that two extra dice. What is it? What's the rule again then? Control medicine. Okay. I'm rolling how many? Four. 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 Okay. And you get the two successes you need. You stabilize Mr. Rast, which is a good thing. Uh, Rast, you are barely cognizant, but you are... At least aware of your surroundings. He touched it again, right? Mm-hmm. She's going to be like, stop touching it. <laughs> stop t- touching he sits the up. orb. Valak, could you turn it off? And uh, Valak, you do see that uh, where Commander Rast uh, did touch the orb, a panel kind of came out and turned to the side. And there's literally just a red button in the middle. Uh, I believe so, Commander. <laughs> um, don't don't push it. Uh, throw something at it. Well, I'm gonna push it. it. He, <laughs> the good news is that when he pushes it, nothing happens. Well, okay, nothing happens. Good. Nothing happens to Valik. The orb itself, like all the glyphs, like flare at once, and then they go dark. And there's almost like a, a very high pitched whine as the orb just turns off and goes dormant. Uh, however, it is at this point uh, that the, the start to break apart now. Yeah, is the this... planetoid oh. is definitely okay. going hardcore earthquake. Star time. Trek. All right, so um, three to beam out along with an orb. Okay, so this is going to require a, a certain roll. Uh, I'm going to say this is actually going to be a tractor or a transporter roll. So let's break it down. So the target, you all, you guys aren't on a transporter pad, so that's plus one difficulty. You're bringing the orb. That's a plus one difficulty. Uh, you are at least beaming to a pad, so no difficulty increase there. And uh, the Dark Matter Nebula has also interfered a little bit, because if you remember, the Dark Matter Nebula messes with sensors. So just so you know, beaming with the orb is a difficulty of five. Beaming without the orb is a difficulty of four. 
and what's one more? Um, I have a legitimate question. Mm-hmm. Um, not to be like, didn't we know that due to the uh, didn't we bring pattern answers? Yeah, didn't we bring yeah, we did. transport enhancers? If one of you those... did, then that will knock it down to three and four. All right, and I say we give them a buttload of threat. <laughs> to just get the orb up there and it Franken builds our ship and well, yeah. all right, let's do it. Let's it's do it. a force field around the world. Yeah. 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 We're gonna so... put it into its own containment, <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff. All right. So I need someone on beta section to do a control and engineering. Now normally this would be a Jensen thing. So it's gonna have I just to be pitched them like pushing a catatonic Jensen up to the transporter pad. They're like, Mr. Jensen, weekend at Bernie's. Like, like, <laughs> like two ensigns are working his arms. Well, that or it would have been Hale, but you already you you got Hale earlier. Hook his head up to the console. He could do it. Uh, what I will say is, if you give me two threat, Jensen can roll for this. I mean, we're gonna we're about to fill you up with threats. So yeah. yeah, we're gonna give you a lot of threats. Yeah. So. All right. So Jensen is rolling a control and engineering, and the ship will assist you with a sensors engineering. Oh, advanced sensors. It's a two or a three. So you're it's a difficulty of three for Mr. Jensen. Nice. That's one. That's three. And so Captain, you want to roll threat the ship? for five dice. Six total. Five dice. All right. Um, doo, 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 doo. You know what? I'm not even going to look because I feel like there's about to be a fuck ton of complications. <laughs> oh. Uh, what? Oh, oh. There's four successes. No. Four successes. Okay. What am I Here comes the ship. The ship is sensors engineering. <clears throat> and you have a focus. And you do have a focus. Yep. All right, so that is a grand total of five successes, which is two more than you need. And sure enough, uh, all of you beam up. Orb comes with you. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to take our 10-minute break. So we will be back in about 10 minutes stream. Also, and before we leave out, yes. hey, thanks again. Everybody. Oh, yeah, I'm looking at the viewer account. Thanks for, uh, thanks for everybody showing really up. Hopefully it. you guys are having a good time. But, yeah, we'll be back in about uh, 10 minutes. Hit that follow. See you then. All right, and welcome back, everyone, for the second part of the Fenrir Session 4. Or is this 5? It's Session 5. Uh, if you missed uh, the first section, I think it's all pretty much summarized by a certain clip, which uh, should be available <laughs> somewhere down there. You'll find it pretty easily. Um, again, we're very happy to have everyone here. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you guys are having as much fun as my players are having. Uh, what we've done during the break is we've decided as a group that instead of making my players go through the docking process, uh, with, you know, in a manual way, they have just given me four threat and we're just going to skip ahead a little bit. So we skip we ahead. Just, did, we, did we decide that? Cause I was kind of hoping to do that. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, if you really, you really want me. to. It's fine. it's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. I like danger. Captain, it's your decision. We'll yeah. Leave it to uh, you. Let, let's let's get into the captain. Captain, am I getting cue threat? Okay. He's getting threat. All right. Understood. So, uh, in that case, we are going to cut ahead a little bit. Uh, the ship has been redocked, uh, and right now, you, the four of you, are in a senior staff meeting, comparing your notes, deciding where to go from here.
now that we're all connected again, um, someone explain to me what happened to Hale. Upon landing on the planet, a seismic activity um, jostled Hale, and uh, he was falling uh, to his oblivion. Um, but we were able to transport out roughly 28.7% of him. Does that include his head? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mr. Maddock, you'll probably want to uh, examine Mr. Hale and see if you can do anything for him. Um, I've already gotten with uh, Nurse Alel and Nurse Maddock. Um, I'm also going to be pulling Daystrom records for a uh, Crothers. Um, he was someone I served with who was very knowledgeable in cybernetics. Um, I'll be reaching out to him to see if there's anything that can be done, um, either following his research or following um, any research available on uh, androids. All right, very good. Um, Commander Rast, how are you feeling? I've been better, Captain. Well, I oh. want you and Williams to check in at sick bay to get a full checkup, please. I wasn't using those brain cells anyway. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the orb. Do we have any idea of its nature? It appears to be a storage, a data storage device of some sort that communicates tele telepathically. Uh, we were able to turn it off. And... It appears to me that it was hostile towards you. It, I believe it was just trying to fulfill its own purpose and design and survive. Do we know Do we why know? this planetoid flew into this cluster? What was it just the path of its trajectory? Was there like a purpose behind it? I'm actually looking at the uh, the notes I've given you thus far, so I know if I've said this or not. Um, yes, uh, this is just its own trajectory. Okay. Captain, do and we with, know how long and with it hitting the... and with it hitting that, um, I believe that the uh, planetoid and therefore the data source knew that it was in intimate uh, danger of being destroyed forever. And that's why it reached out to the Pathfinder, tried to take control of the Pathfinder, and then later on, myself and Jensen. I see, so this is just a cry for help. Albeit a aggressive cry. A deadly cry. I'm curious why the Pathfinder decided to raise its weapons at us if it was this uh, organism or artificial intelligence taking control of the ship. Does anyone have readings from the Pathfinder about what happened after it was powered back on? Uh, I've got some scan readings from Gamma section. But what I don't understand is how it was able to close its own hull breaches. 
I think the remaining crew of the Pathfinder were right when they said that this was very powerful technology. So we'll have to keep that in mind as we move forward, make sure we have safety precautions, Williams, in place. Um, right now, the orb is in isolation. We've got a level 10 force field around it. Well, right. it managed to get through our shields and hail system. So just keep and an eye on it. And because I'm a git, I'm spending two threat. Matic, oh, no. you get a chirp on your communicator. <laughs> uh, Matic. Uh, and you hear Jensen's voice, but in the background, you also hear phaser fire. <laughs> and Jesus! Jensen goes, uh, sir, Mr. Maddox, sir, uh, things have gone down to shit here at isolation. Uh, the, the crew of the, the Pathfinder are trying to, to get... No, shoot him, not me. I'm fine. Oh, do we all hear this? You all hear this now. Um... Maddie's just gonna kind of look at the captain and be like, uh, "Permission to take leave and take Williams and Rast." We are all going right now, and I want that or section you're... sealed. Um, Maddie will also present a uh, theory. Um, as they're all moving, Maddie will just kind of uh, seeing as the telepaths were the only ones to return. Is it possible that? They were taken over once the ship was unable to perform its duty. They sent out a distress call and then we're trying to capture another ship to go back in. Um, in theory, they're taking over right now, so they may not, they are taken over mentally. So they may not be who they actually are, if that makes any sense to y'all. Is it as we, as we're, yeah. Yeah, like as we're, as we're moving, I'll just sort of look at Commander Rass and say, you said it was a, it was attempting to fulfill its programming. Was it attempting to reprogram you and repurpose you for some some reason of self-preservation, perhaps? I believe that might have been its course of action, but I was able to press it back um, without learning its real intentions. And he chirps in, uh, can you start locking on to members of the Pathfinder crew and start uh, transporting them directly into uh, cells? And uh, the transporter chief comes back and says, uh, sir, they've erected a force field around the cargo bay. We've got the, uh, the item in. I thought you were going to say transport uh, them into space. Yeah. <laughs> and Matic will, uh, it will uh, he'll just turn to the nearest console and mm -hmm. uh, try to shut off all power to that area. Oh, God. And, and I'll just, when I say uh, all power, uh, I mean uh, I want to shut off uh, life support, environmental, gravity. Gravity. Like, he just wants to basically, he's going to try to over, he wants to overload the EPS conduits over there, okay. going to the cargo uh, bay. And and as we, as we move, if I could, I'd like to posit a theory and character. Mm -hmm. Captain, I don't think the non-telepaths were driven mad by that thing. I think the telepathic crew killed everybody that couldn't be reprogrammed. But it backfired. Uh, she's going to say that, well, we're, we considerably outnumber them now. So make sure we get security down there. I don't know where we're at in the ship running at this point, but I'd say gonna be like just getting off a turbo lift. Uh, yeah. So basically running there, but she's going to confirm that she believes that too. Yeah. Well, Williams so. will slap his combat and say, um, 
Williams security. Security this is sir. level one alert. Understood, sir. Uh, also, I want to notify Starfleet. Oh, what's mm, going on? Good, good idea. Okay. And uh, what is it you want to send off to uh, Starfleet, the greater Starfleet? I want to tell them that we have potentially um, compromised officers attempting mutiny. Okay. All right. So... I'm going to put us on this map and don't forget. I, I have not forgot about you, Matic. Um, I'm just going to put us on this map before I forget. Um, but here's what happens, Matic. So when you go to, you know, pull the plug, as it were, um, you remember something a little bit, not odd, but it's literally by design. When a, something is isolated, it is literally meant to run on its own power supply, which means it's not connected to the greater sort of hub so if you get inside you can kill the power but you can't kill the power from outside and um, something i'm going to spend threat to do is you remember how i said there were what did i say 40 something survivors there are going to be 40 something survivors in this sort of room you're going to i'm not going to put 40 tokens on the map so just <laughs> imagine you. that there are quite a number of tokens on this map. Um, but you all do arrive at the uh, door to um, this isolation ward, isolation cargo deck, wherever we're flavoring it as. And uh, Jensen is there. Jensen is uh, kind of cradling his arm. He's sporting a nasty phase rune, but uh, he kind of looks at you, Captain, and says, ah, sorry, Captain, if, if I thought if we knew they were going to come like this, we would have been a lot more prepared. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, Ensign. Uh, twenty forty in my case, uh, ma'am, but uh, I understand your sentiment. Uh, and She's going to direct her attention elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Williams is going to draw his phaser. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Where's the and... security detail? Oh, shows up right about now. Uh, awesome. I would say about uh, five to six security individuals. Uh, would you say they are with... Well, I guess you don't have the momentum to spend. Well, you do have the one point. Uh, <laughs> would they be phaser twos or phaser threes? Um, phaser threes would be that momentum. I'll let security answer that. Uh, I'm going to say it's phaser twos. Phaser twos? Okay. Um, because I believe phaser twos can be set on a wide beam. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, all of them can be. It's just that phaser threes are the rifles. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, still, still phaser twos. Okay. But uh, I'm gonna advise them maximum stun. Maximum stun. All right. So uh, it is at this point we're gonna sort of enter into a narrative combat. I'm not actually going to track wounds except on crucial characters such as yourselves and the two doctors. But this is going to be sort of a theater of the mind slash um, extended task, quote unquote. But we're not going to be doing a whole lot of rolling. Instead, I want us to flavor it in how you all are reacting to the situation. So at the moment, you're all outside the, the isolation room. And there is a force field between you and the interior. So how would you like to deal with uh, that? I mean, at, at the doorway? At the doorway. And nothing in or out? Nothing in way? or out at the moment. Um, can don't I mean as senior staff, don't we have overrides to things like force fields on the ship? 
You would, yes. Like authorization codes? You would. Okay, but no. Okay. Not yet. I'm not going to do it without the captain's order. Yeah, I want to talk to them. Okay. <clears throat> so can we open the door? Uh, I would say you could tap into the speaker system of the isolation room, and you mm -hmm. could theoretically speak to them through this system. Okay. Um, and GM's right before we do that. Is it possible for me to try to have... Um, some security people, maybe not these people that are with us, but some more security people try to access the cargo bay through a Jeffrey's tube to sort of get them on multiple angles. If you give me a momentum and a threat, yes. Yes. All right. Consider it done. So yeah, uh, part of the security team splits off, goes to get in through the Jeffrey's tubes. Captain, uh, you are live in the isolation room. Uh, this is the captain speaking. Um, I'll let you know that if you're planning on taking the ship over, I'm not going to make that easy for you. And I'd like to, um, actually, I'll just wait to see what they say. Hmm. Let's see. Why don't you do a... Presence and command at a difficulty of five. Oh, okay. Um, composure? I would say she's having to keep herself composed. Okay. Yeah. So, unfortunately, uh, you do not Oops. get a reply. Okay. Okay. Um, so, she's going to, like, look in and observe to see kind of, like, the behavior of the officers and, what do you say, 40 people mm -hmm. in there? 30, 40. Yeah, going to kind of just assess that. Okay. So, all of you are able to see based on, you know, you can all just sort of crowd around the captain and see this on the panel. But uh, what you're seeing is that uh, most of the 40 people in here are arrayed uh, in equidistant rows around the orb. And the two doctors, Dr. Karas and Dr. Vemia, who you met earlier, um, they are interfacing with the orb. And you're seeing that the lights on the orb are beginning to flicker into life. Um. Matic wants to prepare to just decompress to just open the cargo bay door and decompress, shoot them all into space. Okay. Uh Captain, I have our uh I have our last resort option. Um I'm sure that we want to try to find a better way, but in the instance that we don't, I mean I, I take your I take your meaning, Mr. Braddock good thinking but are i would we, like to try and resolve this are by... we able to get the um force field down we can um transport in a couple of uh couple of open containers of uh anesthesine i would say that uh mr williams could roll me a daring and security at a difficulty of three to breach the force field 
And we just release the gas. Um, yeah, I will. Uh, I will do that, and I'll spend termination. I have a value. Uh, I'm friendly until I have a reason not to be. Okay. Um, can Matic assist by making it to where the force field set up to where things could go in but not out? Like they're still stuck in the cargo bay, but like we could transport something in, or we could even break the plane. Yeah, I'll allow it. Um, wow. Let's see. Any of my. Let's see. Do shipboard tactical systems come into play with this, or is that just like weapons and tractor beams and stuff? I'll give it to you. Okay. Uh, what do you want, Matic? Matic will roll a. Oh my god! Holy fuck! <laughs> we dead. We're really dead. That's Ooh. two complications. That is two complications. <laughs> Deuces. So here's what happens. Uh, Williams, you well, go he, to... Go ahead. He did spend his determination, so... He does I have still... two successes. So I right. Guess, I guess it is technically possible. So, Matic, roll me a daring engineering. And I need to get... And how many successes did we need for it? You need just one. Okay. So but I that's still two to... complications, even if you succeed. Oh my god! I pulled like two twenties, man. If only this was D and D. The orb is god. <laughs> I'll heal hypno toad. Um, power systems. That'd be the only thing I can. Power systems. No, no Such power systems. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, so with my uh, quantum mechanics bullshit refocus. Oh uh, god! Here we go. No, I'm not. Uh, sorry, shit's already fucked, so. All right, so good news. <laughs> you are able to lower the force field or at least do so in such a way that you can beam things in. However, at the same time as this happens, the first complication is that the orb completely illuminates and activates. And everyone, whether or not you're psychic or not, across the ship begins mm. to feel that presence complication two captain i need you to roll me a fitness and command please difficulty oh, no. four because it is trying to, to possess you um so i want to use whatever we have left yes you want to use your determination give me threat you <clears throat> want to succeed on this one so momentum how much do we have two uh you Nothing? have none at the moment oh, none right now fucker. Um, <laughs> give him a bunch of threat give threat because who cares anymore how much the like how much threat can i give you, you can give me one threat for one die three threat for two dice or six threat for three dice i want you to have six okay <laughs> there you go i'm gonna go yeah. ahead and i'm gonna make the complication range of 16 to 20. And I want to use composure. I will give it to you. And you're using your determination too? How, well, how many dice am I rolling then? So if you use your determination... Oh, you can only get... Uh, only you get would be rolling three. four dice, but you would start with two additional successes. Um, or what you could do is you could roll the, four, the full five dice and then use your determination to re-roll if necessary. You just have to declare the determination for the successes before you roll. Okay, I want to do that. Okay, so you're rolling four dice then, and you already have two successes. Okay. 
All right, very nice. You have rolled six successes, which means you actually get two momentum. And sure enough, Archuleta is able to not only fend off the attack, but uh, you are able to do so in such a manner that the presence completely uh, withdraws from your mind. Mr. Maddox? Yes, Captain. I want you to eject into space. <laughs> okay, so here's my question before... <laughs> before Obviously, this will be for reports because Maddox already pushed a button to <coughs> decompress the entire cargo hold and shove everything oh, into space. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how many uh, Fenrir crew members did uh, Captain just order me to murder? I'm going to be nice, and I'm going to say there are no Fenrir crew members inside. They're in the corridor outside with you. However, okay. Mr. Maddox... I'm going to spend some of this 25 thread I have. Oh, no. I'm going to create two complications. When you push the red button, not only does it not do anything to the interior, but the deck you're on begins to depressurize. And if that wasn't bad enough, uh, Matic, you're getting a call from your wife. Um, I'm going to spend our two momentum to create an advantage, showing that I created a failsafe in the case that one of their engineers would have been able to uh, counteract anything I would have done. Okay. So then in that case, your deck will not depressurize, but you are still getting a call from your wife. Uh, Matic here, what's going on? Well, honey, uh, I've got a lot <laughs> of very angry patients here that are trying to break isolation. Ah, uh, are you mm. doing anything with the orb? Uh, we're not. Um, two <laughs> of the lovely doctors that we, uh, rescued, um, are interfacing with it, and, um, shit's gone sideways. Um, net for, net, the inward gas that you know Anestazine? I can never pronounce. Yeah, that was <laughs> All right, I will certainly uh, put the patients I have here to sleep. Uh, good luck with whatever the hell you're dealing with. It sounds fun. Mm. Um, just get ready for a larger um, amount of people in sickbay. Fun. Uh, <laughs> Matic to the bridge. <laughs> Someone on the bridge answers and says, this is the bridge, sir. Go ahead. Tell me what the Pathfinder's doing. The Pathfinder's in two pieces. Uh no, sir. The, the pieces of the Pathfinder are stitching themselves back together, sir. No! Uh, Captain? Um, yeah? I have... Uh... Bad news and bad news. Yeah, you've heard everything. Um, my advice is your chief engineer... Get everybody who is friendly to escape pods. I'll overload the warp core and we'll send out a distress call. We're not blowing my <laughs> ship up, Mr. Maddox. I literally I mean... have in my notes good old the Pathfinder that I took on break. Like, we should have just started with that in the meeting. <laughs> um. <sighs> So we're able to put stuff into... Oh my god, uh, is it like a starfish? If you cut it in half, it's going to grow two pathfinders? Well, I mean, give it enough don't time. Don't give them that idea. <laughs> don't give them that idea. Sorry. Um, I'll spend threat. Yeah. <laughs> spend the rest of this 87 threat that I have to mm -hmm. create five four cubes. 
Actually, I do have enough threat for two board cubes at the moment. Just just in case hey. anyone was curious. I love how we um, measure threat like that. <laughs> so uh, board cubes. How do you know it's 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 worth something? Uh, board it's, cubes. It's like Bitcoin. It's always going to be USD. Um, like, no it is what. to introduce a enemy starship. It's equal to their scale, and a board cube is scale thirteen, so that's twenty six threat. Um, so this thing has power, right? Yes. We can't shut it off, but maybe we can overload it. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, go ahead. We're able to put stuff into the cargo bay, right? Yes. Um, Maddox I mean, it's going to require a roll, but you can get oh, things in. Oh, that's fine. Maddox looks at, looks at Williams and says, we can arm a quantum or photon torpedo and put it right next to the orb. is we, an option we blow out most of this and the above and below two decks and what we're dealing dealing with right now is a much greater option captain you don't want me to blow up the entire ship how do you feel about two or three decks we need to we need to throw the anesthesine into the chamber and then we need to try to deal with the orb i want to figure out a way to separate the orb's control over these people like what kind of barrier do we have to levy against that to stop i mean there's already a force field up that should block most it i mean is there anything that can block telepathic communications besides death or unconsciousness not right. even unconsciousness there's reports of telepathic jensen actually speaks up and says lead sir lots of lead <laughs> What? <laughs> you know, lead, what they used to use in radiation suits. What's our biggest source of lead on this ship? That's lead is completely poisonous to most humanoids. Like, would we even have lead on the ship or uh, we could what probably about replicate the... it, sir, but it would take time. Just get well, that's not something we really have on our side right now, so but uh, to help you guys out, I think Rast is on to something that if you throw a Nestazine in there and it's successful, you will get progress towards what you're going for. Um, something else is I would like Commander Williams to roll me a Insight Security Difficulty Zero. Okay. Area of Insight. Uh, do any of my focuses apply? Yes. Multiple apply. All right, two successes, so you get two momentum. Williams, based on what you've heard about the Pathfinder stitching itself back together, yeah. you know that if you fire enough torpedoes at it, there's no way in hell it's going to be able to stitch itself together as atoms. But it would okay. mean complete and utter destruction of the Pathfinder. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just look at the captain and say, the enemy without, the enemy within, we've got to destroy the Pathfinder too. The source of the Pathfinder's state is that orb so then we destroy the orb yeah orb is priority although it doesn't have torpedoes so that's well while we're down here having a committee about it the pathfinder is going to stitch itself back together and open a can i mean i guess just blow it up <laughs> <laughs> then 
I mean, we have other things to deal with, like every single member of this crew being under mind control. So I guess we should just blow it up. There's, at least that takes it off our plate. And then um, if we can, if we can enter the uh, enter the cargo uh, cargo bay, uh, opening fire with uh, widespread uh, stun. If uh, someone and myself can get, or if some, if two people can get beam behind behind the orb. There is a panel, and I'll describe the panel mm -hmm. that we might be able to open up and then turn it back off again. Right, okay. but according to what you were saying about how the orb was acting on the planet versus how it's acting now, can we trust the same red button? Uh, it was. Uh, did it look pretty much like this on the planet? Uh, no, this is a lot uh, more frenzied, a lot more okay. rapid. So the orb was off when it was transported in here. I'm assuming it was off before the Pathfinder, remaining Pathfinder crew turned it back on. That means whatever effect it has on somebody stays after it's been powered down. So even if we destroy it, this we're still going to have an issue with the crew, I would think. We need to find a way to disable the crew and turn off the orb, potentially move the orb to one of three sections all all three ships uh fly into a someone that star uh, starfleet command tells us to put the orb and then well, that way we, we blow it in the space and then we blow it to hell with the phasers and photon torpedoes starfleet command will want that orb well well starfleet command isn't here here's a theory that i want to put forward um it's a data core how do we know that it didn't download its consciousnesses into the bodies of these crew members and these crew members uh, consciousnesses aren't inside that orb right now. So no matter what, we would still have this threat to deal with. Whether we blow this thing to hell. Um, while Maddox talking, he is uh, adjusting his phaser to basically hand grenade stun, whatever the fuck they used to oh, do. Overload? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, doing the overload, but try to do it in like a stun setting and he's like we put enough of these in there, it'll probably work a little bit quicker than the, than the gas. Man, if you need grenades, I can get you grenades. You <laughs> Blowing up my phasers. Uh, and uh, I'm assuming that we've already issued the commands to blow up the Pathfinder. Yes. Okay. So let me make sure we're all on the same page here. Mm -hmm. You want to go in with overwhelming firepower or you want to use the gas? A mix of both, probably. Um, What's the gas called again? Anesthesia. Anesthesine. Okay. Captain, you've heard the theories. It's up to you. Um, how much? Well, actually, I don't think we have the time to do that. I know there's a way to block telepathy without using lead. <laughs> like yeah there is a medical compound but you would need to synthesize a lot of it yeah the other thing would we might be need to, to set do up that. a signal disruption find out what what signal the telepathy is being used on and then use a um, inverse uh, signal for jammer okay I like that idea so let's let's throw the gas in there throw the gas in there all right and hopefully at this time the pathfinder is in coming in pieces mm -hmm. yeah so, uh, Mr. Maddox, since you are the uh, ranking engineer right here, unless you want to have Jensen do it, 
Uh, you're oh. going to be rolling me a control engineering. And the Fenrir will assist you with a sensors engineering. I'm going to spend a lot of threat to make this a difficulty of five. And uh, if you succeed, though, you will effectively gas the isolation room and knock everyone out inside. However, if you fail, that will not happen. Do you want a cheerleader um, or should I? I want to give determination. Okay. Nice. Oh, so you're giving me your point of determination? Yeah. Uh, Whoever's rolling the gas. The Institute should approve. I mean, maybe if, that's, if that's we're, the if, value if, is the Institute should should approve. I mean, it's good we are... if, if not, no stranger to violence. I will allow both. <laughs> I think the Institute should approve because you're trying at all costs to save this alien artifact that could be potentially huge mm -hmm. scientifically. Um, can't use the alien tech. Yeah, this is literally just transporters and replicators. I mean, it was given to humans by Vulcan. No. no I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Am I able to um, cheerlead cheer for him? Or was that the determination given? Uh, that was basically giving the determination. Yeah, I figured. Uh, da -da -da -da, so two is the standard. I already got the two successes from the determination, so that gives me I need to do three or two. So then I'm going to give you five threat to be able to roll four dice. Mm -hmm. And then the ship is assisting. The right? ship is assisting with sensors engineering. Okay, somebody roll for that and pray to God I only get one complication if I get any. Who wants to? Mommy. I will. There's four. Okay. Uh, so, so then. It was what again? Sensors Ooh. engineering. Sensors. Four successes for Matic. Yeah, so actually six. So as long as the ship doesn't complicate things. Well, I still have uh, the... Okay. I still have the technical expertise, so I can reroll any d20. Would you want to, though? No. No, I'm not pushing my luck. But if there was a complication rolled, yes. All right. So with seven total successes, which means you guys get two momentum, you send in barrels of anesthesine gas, and almost within a minute or two, everyone inside has been knocked out unconscious onto the floor. Um, the orb is continuing to oscillate its glowing hieroglyphics and is just increasing in speed uh, the more time you stay there. So right now, um, everyone in the bay is knocked out cold. You don't have to worry about them. And do we know how for how long the stuff lasts? Uh, based on the quantities you just beamed in, uh, unless something has been done to their biology, they should be out for a minimum of an hour. Okay. Mad so Maddock was to go with his, uh, he's going to, Captain, now that they're all asleep, uh, as a backup plan, I could go ahead and try to create a uh, sensor jammer to see if it's possible to block the telepathy that this, that this thing is giving off in the instance that we're not able to... You know, Make get so. what we need done. Yeah. Okay, so then Maddox will start working on that, and then other people can go do. Yeah. Say, so what is uh, what did Rast and Williams think of all this? I I just look over to Williams. <laughs> I'll just look back. 
<laughs> so, <laughs> I want to um, pretty much like put the ship on lockdown if that's possible. Okay. I want to keep people from moving around. Basically, so, uh, general quarters is what you're going for. Yes, please. Okay. So, uh, just because these people are out doesn't mean that the effect it, and itch it was giving the rest of the crew won't have an effect. So, okay. Um, we need to secure we want the to, orb, too. Do we want to try to turn it off, Captain? Yeah, let's go. Let's go in. All right. Doors open. I'm going to say by now you don't have to worry about the remaining in us in gas knocking you all out. Either you come in with breathers or enough of the gas has been filtered out. Everyone else is still knocked out, but I need to know who's going in to attempt to interface with the orb. Is this going to be present? I don't science good. Well, Rast is already... Uh, I mean, this is out of character. Rast <laughs> yeah. is already... Uh, I'm, I need to use a different turn of phrase. Rast has already uh, resisted it twice, so why doesn't he try to pull some bullshit? Barely. Barely. It, barely is better than not at all. <laughs> all right, so uh, Rast, will, uh, Rast will head in first. Jensen will follow you. Oh, fuck. Oh, damn it. And, I'll go and, we're, and, and we're going to need somebody to push the button. <laughs> um, Maddox will yell out to Jensen, hey, come back here. I need your help. Sir, you've got it under control. I know you have it under control. I need to help push this button. Jensen, get your ass over here. I'm defying direct orders. You can cart marshal me later, sir. I, I look at Captain and I, I look at the Captain and I'm just like, neck pinch, neck pinch. <laughs> um, like right through a port already. She, I'm, I'm, I'm. I need a snap uh, decision here, Captain. Neck she's, pinch she's, no? no, she's gonna like phys- not neck pinch him, but like physically try. <laughs> she's out of Vulcan, so. All right. Well, neither she's is gonna Maddox, physically but try and get, <laughs> She's gonna try and just physically like grab him and. All right. This is gonna be a daring security for you, and it's going to be an opposed daring security. And I will mean? be rolling for Mr. Jensen. Okay. Jensen knows Krav Maga. <laughs> <laughs> Green knows Susmana. So <laughs> let's uh, see how this goes. Evasive action? Mm, no, hand-to-hand combat would, though. <laughs> Which I don't think you have, unfortunately. No, that's okay. Okay. So Jensen just needs one success here. And I, where is it? Daring security, two dice, difficulty of that. Oh! Wow, Jensen. Oh, God! Man, he really shows you up. He just judo threw an Archuleta. What the fuck? So, (laughs) Captain, you go to block Jensen, and Jensen does one of those things where he grabs your arm rolls forward and in the process flips you onto your back and hiding? continues forward and actually Rass, it's now past you jensen is running past you no towards it's, the orb. it's he's he's under control uh, of the orb I, and i <laughs> am going to i'm going to do my best to uh to stop Mr. i want to stun him with my phaser i'm, I'm annoyed <laughs> 
Holy and, shit. Yeah, I'm um, gonna, under the phaser. That's what I'm going to do. All right, Three let's start with on... uh, Mr. Williams, and then we'll let Rast go, because if okay. you do it the opposite way, there's a risk of hitting Rast. Um, <laughs> I am also going to challenge a value to get a point of determination. And what is the value you're challenging? Uh, I'm going to challenge the value peace is not weakness, and aggression is not strength. Okay. So you get your determination back. And, and uh, this I... is going to be a control security for you. Mm -hmm. I have enough mm -hmm. threat remaining. Uh, I'm going to raise difficulty to a four. Yeah, uh, well, I'm going to use that point of determination to get an automatic two successes. Okay. Um, and can I spend that remaining two momentum to roll an extra die? You could. And my focus and hand phasers. That is a total of six successes. You may stun Jensen, or at least roll challenge die to see how badly you stun Jensen. Right. I get... And I get a type 2 phaser. So who is our operations officer? <laughs> All right. So, uh, Jensen... Yeah, quick answer. Oh, no. <laughs> Rass is just asking about Some, who our ops somebody officer in. is. Yeah, somebody in chat asked who Ops was. Oh, uh, I believe we just have Maddox filling that role at the moment. But uh, technically, there is some lieutenant commander who we just haven't mentioned yet that is handling Ops. But there is potentially a spot for yeah, an Ops if, officer. Uh, yep. If you want to play Ops officer, <laughs> anybody's play interested game, to, you know? to come along on these wacky adventures. Yeah. <laughs> You'll Which, learn uh, how to do uh, how to use quantum mechanics bullshittery as a focus. Yeah, yeah. we have a we have a, a we'll be doing the first inaugural Matic Awards after this campaign is over. Mm -hmm. All right, focus. All right, so seven challenge dice hits Jensen. Um, he has eleven health. He's not in an EV suit. He goes down, or would unless I spend threat. No. I spend threat. Jensen stays up and he continues. <gasps> this guy. God, all right. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna tackle him. Okay. You're Raz, gonna roll you just me. need to do four damage, and you will. Is we'll, that in cat? Is that incantation or kill him? That if he rolls five or more damage, he will kill Jensen. Oh my god! We the only way to died. stop him would be to injure him, which would be a five. If he can Oh my god! All right. So, Commander Raz, I need to know here. Are you? I, I am. I am tackling him to uh, incapacitate. To incapacitate, so basically stun. trying to, I'm basically trying to put him in a lock. Got you. All right, this is going to be a daring security opposed by. Hey, Robulan, don't you have a security. knife or something? I don't want to stab him. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Give the knife to Archuleta then. Jeez. So, daring security. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a threat. Okay. And I get a focus. Oh! oh Application. All right. You, you tackle Just him, but as you do, he's. I'm going to spend the off. rest of my threat God. to give Jensen five dice here. So after this, <laughs> I got no threat. Nothing. Well, I mean, after this, we're all going to die. So it's it works out perfectly. Okay. So here's oh. what happens. Oh, okay. Here's what happens. Wow. Excuse that's me, sorry. weird. So very Christmassy. Yeah, it's very Christmassy. Mm -hmm. So here's what happens. Rast, you go to grab Jensen, get him in an arm lock, and as you sort of almost get him there, like it's almost there, you're 
you know, just a little bit more pressure and you've got him in a chokehold. He actually backs up and instead of catching his neck, you catch his head. And there's a moment of struggle where, you know, you're trying to, you know, clamp onto his head, keep him from moving, but he wriggles out of it. And all the while he's saying, you don't understand, sir. I don't have time to explain. And he actually sweeps his leg and knocks you on your ass. And in the process, uh, he does stumble, trip over himself. And he basically spiral, you know, kind of rolls on the floor until he is next to Dr. Vemia. And Jensen sort of, you know, motions towards Vemia and uh, actually kind of crawls over to her, rips off her comm badge, throws it at the orb, and yells, William, shoot the comm badge. Uh, All right. So, Williams, this is just a straight control security difficulty two. This is your bread and butter, man. Mm-hmm. I don't say that. Please. A... <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you a threat to. Can, can his phaser assist? <laughs> no, I'm out of determination. Okay. Thank so God. Four successes. All right. So what happens is, Williams, you fire with your phaser, and as the com badge clatters against the side of the orb, there's that flare of energy again where it tries to, like, billow out and incapacitate um, the person who touched it. But at the same time as that energy, uh, you know, rushing out of the orb, Williams, you fire at the com badge, and a combination effect happens where your phaser energy mixes with the discharge and creates a feedback pulse that causes the orb to immediately all the glyphs light up and the surface shatters. And like in a glass orb, it collapses in on itself like pieces of glass. And the orb is deactivated. All of you feel the weight lifting off of your shoulders. Matic to bridge status on Pathfinder. Uh, well, what remains of the Pathfinder, sir, is uh, inert. Matic to Savia status in medbay. Uh, got a lot of sleepy patients here. Uh, Matic will just kind of lean in and he'll look at Archuleta and Rast on the ground. Um, besides a couple bruises, we're uh, we're good. Um. Uh, send a medical bay to cargo bay, whatever cargo bay we're in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jensen just sort of stares at the the remains of the orb, and then he he slowly stands up and dusts himself off, and says, he presents himself to Commander Williams and says, uh, "Sorry, sirs, I. It occurred to me that if I spoke my plan aloud, the orb might hear it. So I had to act on instinct. You may throw me in the brig." Jensen. You took a maximum stun phaser blast to the back and kept walking. <laughs> Have you ever thought of a career in security? I mean, my percentile's not that great, sir, but I'd be happy to serve a beta shift. I'm sure Mr. Matic wouldn't mind. I mean, can have there's a lot him. to be said for a man who can take a punch. You can have him. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to... I'm going to turn around, just sort of look at Rast and Archuleta and say, and uh, I think I'm going to suggest mandatory close quarters combat training for senior staff. (laughs) 
Archuleta's going to kind of look at Jensen and be like, you're a regular Renaissance man, you know that? Uh, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> he doesn't know what to say. He's he's flummoxed that all of that even worked. But, uh, then in that case, Williams would just look at him and say, you're dismissed, Jensen. Uh, of course, sir. And he just very awkwardly slides past Rast and Archuleta. And then the moment he's out and free, he takes off running down the corridor. Bree's going to look at Williams and be like. And I'm, Williams is just going to be like. She's like, I'm going and, soft. And uh, Williams will tap his cow badge and say, uh, Williams to sick bay. Sick bay here. Go ahead. Uh, expect a visit from Anson Jensen in short order. Yeah, and my pride. I'm sorry, did I hear that correctly? <laughs> yes, you, you heard that correctly. Understood, sir. All right. And, uh, Captain, I think your pride is DNR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, long story short here. Uh, the good news is with the orb's destruction... <laughs> Uh, all of the doctors, anyone who is under the orb's influence, they are able to make a full recovery. Uh, it's just a simple matter of uh, filtering out the correct brain waves. Uh, something that if we had a medical player, we'd go into it. But since we don't, it's just easier to skip ahead. Um, your doctor, your doctors, I should say, are able to make full recoveries for everyone. Um, don't know about the captain's pride. That probably is going to be something she's going to have to work on on her own. But the good news is that short of telling Starfleet that you had to blow up the Pathfinder and you kind of lost a Takan database, everything's fine. Um, Maddox wants to go over the remains of the orb just to see if there's any sort of residual like, oh, hey, these fragments still work kind of thing. Okay. Um, and oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Interrupt you. Yeah, I was just gonna say, and Williams wants to. If there's sections of the Pathfinder that are still intact, mm -hmm. uh, Williams wants to have a team analyze the bioneural gel packs uh, to perhaps determine a way to defend against this sort of incursion in the future. Gotcha. And something you will find as your teams are going over the bioneural gel packs, because this is sort of where I reveal all the twists and stuff. Um, the bioneural gel packs are actually what were the alien presence. They were residing within the gel packs. So had your shields ever gone down, then your gel packs would have been infected. So it was actually a good thing that you kept your shields up. Um, the other thing is that you're noticing in that the debris of the Pathfinder you do find a log from the captain, which does detail all of the blue shirts killing the rest of the crew. So as Maddox had suspected, it was that the telepaths basically went on a rebellion, killed anyone who couldn't convert. So that's what was going on there. Knew it. Um, yeah, what I about was gonna, the falsified I was actually... engineering records? <laughs> that one. Yeah. Uh, the engineering records... I, I think those are just Matt. I could confirm that they were just cooking the books to look good. Okay. Um, and the the origin of the original distress call, they have found us. Mm -hmm. Do we ever find out? Was that the, the last sort of plaintive wail from the 
non-telepathic crew as they were slaughtered? Yes. Like, uh, okay. You've actually hit the nail right on the head. But yeah, that is the end of our little two-parter. Well done, everyone. I uh, It was a gamble, me going there with Jensen, um, because as he said, had any of you spoken your plan aloud, the orb would have done something to counteract it. That's why I was saving my threat. Um, so that was a risk, because I know how much you guys hate Jensen. So... <laughs> Um, it's love hate. Yeah, sort of love hate with him. I think he's growing on me. Hey, I, I'm putting him in for a commendation. Yeah, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him at least part time on my security team. Maybe talk about it. a little bit. All right, so we do have to do a few things before we cut the stream. Uh, the first is that I would like to award everyone present an arc milestone. Now, if you don't know what an arc milestone is, it is the highest sort of advancement you can get for your character. And you can do a lot of things with an arc milestone. Uh, more specifically, uh, you could adjust your um, your attributes. You could increase attributes. You could increase a discipline. You could get another talent. You could get another focus, get another value. Or you could mess with the ship a little. You could get the ship an additional... Uh, you could raise the ship systems. You could raise the ship discipline. You could even get the ship an additional talent. Um, I'm going to let you guys sort of feel your way offline what we do with the arc milestones but all four of you have one so uh the rules on that are on page 140 of the core rule book and yeah so that's the arc milestone second thing we have to deal with is reputation um so captain you have to hand out uh two positives and two negatives for this mission so mm. you have to decide which two officers, including yourself, uh, acted within Starfleet's best interests, and which two officers did not? Right now? Right now. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, but, but. Um, okay, so. <sighs> which two? Yep, there's going to be two that acted against protocol and two that did. Okay, I'm going to take negative one. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to negative one Maddox. I'm sorry for recommending we vent <laughs> the 40 people. No, I mean, I, I thought I that was that a great sense. idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the rest of you guys get one. I'm sorry. All right, so Rast and Williams, your reputation goes up by one. Archuleta and Maddox, your reputation goes down by one. All right. So that's where we're going to end the stream. Um, we will be back on the 17th, hopefully with a new player. Um, the 17th will be our last game of the year. We'll be back after the new year. Uh, but this is where I end the stream. Thank you all so very much for tuning in. We got good viewership tonight. Appreciate that. And other than that, uh, hope you guys had a good time. Later stream. <laughs>